The mind must always be aware of something. If you want to have an anchor to begin with, to be aware of, you can use that. Or be aware of whatever arises, whatever is noticed. So, for example, if you like the breath, you can start with the breath. Or if you're used to rising, falling of the abdomen, you can do rising, falling of the abdomen. Or you just notice whatever the mind notices. It might change objects, and that's fine too. But don't look for an object that isn't already seen, that isn't already known or noticed by you. Don't try to make an unclear object clear. The important thing is to have sustained awareness, which means just that you continue to be aware in a steady way for as long as possible. Remember the three yogi jobs. First, it's to have right view. And right view is to either see things as they are, or right view is to remember that this is just nature, or these are just natural processes. Whatever works for you. <coughs> That's the first yogi job, <coughs> to bring in right view. And then, with right view, you are aware of whatever the mind has noticed or is paying attention to, to have awareness. 
right view and awareness. And the third one is to maintain that right view with awareness for as long as you possibly can. And if you lose it, you just start again. That's all. Dear Rutwima, schedule Shivale. I schedule a ballet. I'm near the DC of Chuzani. I schedule. Thank you, Mala, the DC. I'm a nice house, Mala, the DC. I'm a. This retreat has a schedule and the schedule is to always be trying to remember to be mindful. Whether you sit or you walk or you eat or you go about your daily chores it's this constant effort to remember, to be mindful, to be aware. And if you have your own internal clock, you can draw up your own schedule, a routine that you'd like to follow. Seattle gives you that, that space, the freedom to find your own routine. When we try to be aware, Siada says, We're not going to be aware continuously. That's not possible in the beginning, and not always possible anyway. But what is possible is to always make the effort to try to remember. We might forget, and that's okay. When you remember, you start again. It's just about when you remember, you begin again to be mindful over and over. We always make the effort to check whether the mind is aware. We check often.
and to appreciate whenever mindfulness comes back or is working again. Right attitude. One of the ways we have wrong attitude. Okay, to understand right attitude, we have to know wrong attitude. So, one of the ways one of the ways we have wrong attitude is to have greed, greed in wanting things to be good when we practice, expecting something to happen when we practice, having a subtle hidden goal for our immediate practice. All these are greed in action. Wanting some good experience that we had yesterday to come back, or maybe years ago, and we think that that's the way it should be. All these are subtle forms of greed. <laughs> And another way of having wrong attitude is just not to be satisfied with what is happening now. <coughs> not liking the present experience, aversion, practicing with aversion. But what does aversion indicate? It indicates that there is something we want. Every aversion indicates that there is something in the present moment that the mind doesn't want. And that's because there is something that the mind believes it wants. So it doesn't like the present moment because it thinks something else is more pleasant or desirable, preferable, better, whatever, however the mind phrases it. But it's not to say that we won't have wrong attitude or that we should not have wrong attitude. We will. But we want to recognize the wrong attitude. Aha, uh-huh. this is the wrong attitude. We want to recognize it, to become aware of it. Everything is cause and effect. And so too are these wrong attitudes. 
there are conditions that we've set and so a wrong attitude arises and we recognize it. If we recognize that this is a flow of causality, that conditions giving rise to what's happening now, it's much easier to accept that this is what it is right now. Then, although there's wrong attitude, we don't dislike it. Or if there's right attitude, we don't like it. We see it as a result of conditions that have been set. Right conditions or wrong conditions. And we see them for what they are. And this is the same for every process. And objects are just objects. The nature of an object is to be that which is known. The object's role is to be known. That's its work, is to be known. So it's neither good or bad, it's just being known. And that's why it's an object. Oh, we better not, dear. I told you, object will check on you. Sigma, the Amarinian EPL. I told her, object, I know she's a hobo. And for Vipassana meditation, we use the object as the stepping stone for developing awareness because you're always aware of an object. So, and stability of mind, samadhi, and wisdom eventually, panya, and both the use and development of wisdom. And that's why the object is never a hindrance to the practice. The object is always there to support your practice because you use it to become aware. It supports awareness. Sati, Samadhi and Panya. Now, I took this good my sheep is a potential. Say it quality. I Meditating. In Burmese, the word for meditating is bringing out your strength. Ah, tota. 
taking out your strength. So it's about bringing out your wholesome qualities, putting them to use so that they grow. Because when you exercise, say your muscles, you use your muscles, they grow. In the same way when you exercise your wholesome qualities, they grow. So to meditate is to bring out your strengths, use your strengths, grow your strengths. Cultivate them. There's seven factors of enlightenment mentioned in the Buddhist teachings. And of the seven factors of enlightenment, three of them are conditions or causes, things that we can fulfill, and four of them are effects. And the three conditions, causes, they are sati, samadhi, no. and dhamma-vichaya. Sorry, sati, virya, and dhamma-vichaya. Not samadhi, samadhi is an effect. Sati. Virya and Dhammavichaya. Dhammavichaya is a nyao miyora, balu ato amnesura, tontata, sonsana. And Dhammavichaya is the equivalent of panya, wisdom. It's the quality that assesses the practice finds out how to practice, examines the practice, thinks about the practice, and applies understanding to the practice. That's Dhamma-vichaya. And we can only work on these three conditions, Sati-virya and Dhamma-vichaya. The other four qualities of the seven factors of enlightenment, they're just effects. There's samadhi, there's piti, there's pasadi, and there's upekha. Samadhi is a settled mind or a stability of mind. Piti sometimes 
translated as, as rapture or joy, pasadi, tranquility, and lastly upekka, equanimity. All of these are qualities of mind, effects on the state of mind. The first, the primary skill or wisdom that yogis want to develop, need to develop, is the skill the understanding of how to practice skillfully or correctly. When there is understanding of right practice, what right effort is, and so on, when there's that understanding, then right practice will have its effects. We don't have to think of all the more deep understandings that we want to develop because if we practice in the right way they will arise.
So take interest in how you're practicing because that which is practicing is also the mind. The mind knows objects. Why does it know the objects? Because it pays attention or because there is awareness. To recognize that you are being mindful, you are being aware, that's not difficult. And we think we use the word you to recognize that you are meditating, but really that's the mind that's meditating. When you are being aware of an object and then you notice that the mind notices another object what you've noticed is the movement of the mind, that the mind is paying attention, and then its attention is taken by another object. Recognizing the movement of the mind. behavior of the mind. When you move around throughout the day, remembering 
what you're doing now, and then what are you going to do next? And you bring your awareness with you. And then what are you going to do next? And you bring your awareness with you. And we try to do that as much as possible, as much as we can remember. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.